Hey, it's Matthew J. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 75, Escape from Alcatraz, Conspiracy? Thanks for checking out the show. My name is Matthew J. I am your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? It is time to pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Alcatraz Federal Prison opened August 1934 and closed on March 1963. Alcatraz was also known as The Rock. Alcatraz the prison is located on Alcatraz Island that is 1.25 miles off the coast of San Francisco, California. Alcatraz Island was a location of a United States fort during the 1850s, and the main prison building was a United States military prison from 1910 to 1912. Today, Alcatraz is a public museum and a major tourist attraction. As of today, 1.5 million people visit the prison island annually. The infamous inmates that stayed at Alcatraz are Gangster Al Capone, Gangster Mickey Cohen, and George Kelly Barnes, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly. Native Americans, known as the Ohlone, were the earliest inhabitants of Alcatraz, and they believed that evil spirits haunted the island. Alcatraz Island sits in the San Francisco Bay, which is very cold water, very strong currents, and the most terrifying thing, it's full of sharks. That was some great information to help us get going on this amazing prison break story and conspiracy. Your support of this show is now having it in the top 25% of the most followed podcast on Spotify and Anchor. Thank you for sharing the show and continuing to listen. The prison was built to hold the most violent and most wanted fugitives in America. It was to be the prison of all prisons. There was no escape and no contact to civilization. An island prison surrounded by freezing water, shark-infested waters, and a 1.25-mile swim to the mainland. In the history of Alcatraz, 36 men tried to escape. Most of them were caught or died in the attempt. But on June 11, 1962, three prisoners attempted to escape and still to this day is not sure if they died in their attempt or made it to freedom.
It is the late night of June 11th, 1962, and the Alcatraz guards are manning their stations and doing their inspection rounds of the prison until the morning. On June 12, 1962, when the cell blocks are open to wake the prisoners and check on all the occupants of this federal prison, three inmates are still sleeping in their beds. The guards go into the cells and find tucked in the bed blankets paper mache heads that resemble the three missing inmates. The dummy heads were painted and had human hair glued to them, and they resemble Frank Morris, John, and Clarence Anglin. Frank Morris was a professional bank robber in every prison he was ever in for his crimes. He either escaped or tried to escape. John and Clarence Anglin were brothers and a team of criminals that really began hitting closed businesses and banks during the 1950s. They never used a weapon and per one story, the only time they did show a gun, they both told inmates that it was a toy gun. They always tried to rob places when they were closed so no one would get injured. All three inmates served time together in a Florida prison, and when they all landed on Alcatraz, they remembered each other and began formulating their next escape, the escape from the rock. Right, there was one other inmate that was part of the six-month think tank to escape Alcatraz, but backed out. His name was Alan West. His cell had a paper mache dummy head, and the wall below his sink was all chiseled out. The guards and the FBI asked why he did not go. He stated that he tried but missed out. Some historians believe he just changed his mind. Either way, the FBI and the authorities had someone that could tell them how the three men escaped the prison. Alan West stated that Frank Morris discovered that behind their cell block there was a three-foot-wide unguarded utility corridor. Frank Morris also notices that the cement in their cells was very brittle near the fresh air ventilation grates. All four inmates would smuggle in metal spoons from dinner and use them to chip away at the cement. They also made a drill out of a vacuum motor and used that to chisel out the brittle cement during music nights in the prison. The accordions played during the music hour concealed the drilling sounds. They were able to create a passage hole that they could climb through to gain entry into the unguarded utility corridor. The corridor led to a large fan vent. During their designated time being custodians of the area, they would break off from the guards view and take apart piece by piece the fan and the motor. Then they installed a grill to make it look normal again. The Anglin brothers had taken a painting and were painting images of their girlfriends when in class. But when they were not supervised, they were painting their images on their masks without notice to other class inmates. Morris, again cleaning during his custodian job, had the barber shop once a week. He would be seen in there cleaning up hair, and this is when they believe he grabbed small amounts of the hair for the dummies' heads. The last thing they needed was a way off the island to travel those very strong currents and very cold San Francisco Bay waters. All four men during the preparation time stole 50 rubber raincoats and used them to make a lifeboat. Alan West showed the FBI and the prison officials the location they used to build the boat and the final vent they used to escape to the roof to make a run for the water. The FBI and the prison authorities are just stunned. They cannot believe this happened on this unescapable island. The beaches and waters around Alcatraz were searched and nothing was reported to be found. Many authorities believe that the men got off the island but died either by drowning or by being eaten by sharks. That was the first story the papers ran with and the FBI pushed it as the narrative. 
but the FBI still to this day has an open case on Frank Morris and the Anglin brothers. Why? That is because there was other evidence that may suggest the three men escaped Alcatraz and made it to freedom. Right, listeners, this is when the conspiracy stuff gets started, okay? Since there were no bodies found, a lot of people and historians questioned the FBI story of the men drowning in the cold bay waters being totally accurate. Contrary to the original FBI reports in 2010, there were police reports discovered that a raft was discovered on June 12th on nearby Angel Island, which is two miles from Alcatraz. From that boat were footprints in the mud and dirt leading away from the water. Then another report from the area is a 1955 blue Chevrolet was stolen from a parking lot by three men the late night of June 11th. The Anglin family still to this day state they believe that John and Clarence escaped. That is because they remember John and Clarence's mother getting flowers every Mother's Day. And every once in a while she would be getting unsigned postcards from locations outside of the United States after their escape. Also, they have strong feelings that the FBI knew the men survived the escape because during the funeral for John and Clarence's mother, the FBI had agents watching the final funeral looking for the brothers to make an appearance. A former schoolmate of Frank Morris called the FBI in 1967 to state that he ran into Morris in Maryland. The gentleman that called stated he had known Morris for over 30 years and it was definitely him. The only thing different from his mugshot was that he had grown, quote, a small beard and very thin mustache, end quote. He was confident that Morris was still alive and living on the East Coast. Just recently, on a July 2022 episode of Expedition Unknown with Josh Gates on Discovery Plus, the show brings to light a photo showing what looks to be like an older and 70s style John and Clarence Anglin. The photo was taken in Brazil sometime during the 1970s. The photo was shared with Josh Gates and his crew by the nephew of John and Clarence. During the show, the photo was digitally analyzed with the mugshots and it was found to be a 99.7% match. That 99.7% match is good enough for me to believe that the three men survived the escape from Alcatraz. That is another reason why the FBI has never officially closed the manhunt case for these three men. What do you think? Do you think that the three men that escaped Alcatraz on June 11, 1962 died in the very cold and dangerous waters of the San Francisco Bay? Or do you believe these three guys did the impossible and not only broke out of their sails, survived the waters, got to dry land, and made a new life for themselves once they believed they were free? Did Frank Morris blend back in around the Maryland area or another town or city on the East Coast? What about John and Clarence Anglin? Did they make it to Brazil and live out their lives? I'm not sure where the three men ended up, but I believe they did escape and did survive to live outside of prison cells for the rest of their lives. 
After my visit to Alcatraz and seeing the close proximity to San Francisco, the agony of spending time in that prison only 1.25 miles away from freedom where anyone could blend in would be a reason for me to attempt to escape the prison known as The Rock. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, your friends, your coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s period w period c history podcast at gmail.com. The show is on the Next Door app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show in a direct line to me to talk about the podcast. The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Podcast is also on iHeartRadio. Please give the show a five-star review on Apple. Leave a positive review. It helps people find the show. We are worldwide. We have listeners in 28 countries. Please continue to share the show with your countrymen in the United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Sweden, the Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, Portugal, South Africa, Denmark, Spain, Costa Rica, Russia, Norway, India, Czech Republic, the Netherlands, Hungary, Singapore, Romania, Uruguay, Mexico, Lithuania, Belgium, Taiwan, and now Poland. Thank you, and please keep listening for the next show. Good day and good night.